It's surprising to students of the law that the average well-informed American now knows about a clause in Article I, Section 4 of the Constitution, the Emoluments Clause, thanks to businessman President Donald Trump. The clause prohibits federal officials, certainly the president, from accepting anything of value from a foreign government without the consent of Congress. Talk about whether Trump is violating the emoluments clause by accepting payments from foreign governments through his business empire turned into a federal lawsuit by a D.C.-based watchdog group in January. That lawsuit has been strengthened by the addition of two new plaintiffs, an association of restaurants and restaurant workers, and a woman who books banquet halls for two D.C. hotels. Our guest is Richard Painter. He's a professor at the University of Minnesota Law School and a former White House ethics lawyer. Richard, does the addition of the new plaintiffs help get over the hurdle of standing to file the lawsuit, which is the legal requirement that the plaintiff actually suffered actual harm? Well, uh, I believe that we had standing to begin with at uh, Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington, uh, crew. Uh, because uh, we as a nonprofit organization worked uh, for many years to address uh, conflicts of interest and ethics problems in government and now um, have to devote substantial resources to addressing this problem of the monuments or, or uh, foreign government payoffs uh, to the president. Uh, so I believe we had a very strong uh, standing argument. Uh, but uh, these other plaintiffs have different standing arguments uh, of economic harms to their business or to their employment uh, from uh, the president's uh, uh, receipt of business uh, from foreign governments at his hotels, and so we welcome them to the uh, uh, to the lawsuit. Uh, and we're all uh, arguing the same uh, thing with respect to the underlying violation of the Constitution, which is the receipt of foreign government uh, payments and benefits uh, by the president's businesses, uh, which is specifically prohibited uh, under the Constitution because the founders did not want our, our government officials. Um, uh, uh, doing business, in fact, with foreign governments. Uh, there's just too much room for conflict of interest there, and that's why it's prohibited under the Constitution. Richard, is it uh, that hard to get a direct competitor of the, the Trump Hotel uh, aboard as a plaintiff? So this is an, is an association of restaurants and restaurant workers and a woman who books banquet halls. It would seem like the clearest case for somebody who could sue would be, would be somebody who can say, you know, my business uh, directly competes with the hotel and, and we're losing customers. Well, I think the banquet halls uh, uh, um, uh, uh, in question here are competing banquet halls. Uh, the uh, question is whether someone wants to bring a lawsuit against the president of the United States, particularly a chain of hotels. Uh, that's not uh, what a lot of chain hotel chains are, are necessarily going to want to do at this juncture. Uh, so uh, you need someone who not only has a very good standing argument, uh, but who uh, wants to bring the suit. Richard, uh Lots of people in lots of organizations have been trying to get Trump to give his tax returns, to reveal them to the public. Uh, Professor Larry Tribe, who's one of the lawyers on the case, said he thinks the district court will have every reason to compel disclosure of Trump's tax returns in the lawsuit. Explain why, if you agree. Well... Uh, yes, I do. And Larry Tribe is co-counsel with me on that case. I am representing Crew, along with Norman Eisen, uh, who was the former uh, chief ethics lawyer for President Obama. I was the former chief ethics lawyer for President Bush. Uh, so we're all working uh, for Crew, representing Crew in this lawsuit. And uh, we do believe that uh, the court uh, would ask for discovery, should ask for discovery, that would disclose the underlying payments 
made two corporations that are controlled by the president. Uh, so we can see which payments are coming from foreign governments and, and corporations, including banks controlled by foreign governments or sovereign wealth funds. The tax returns would disclose at least some of that information. Uh, so whether we get the tax returns or whether we get comparable information that's even more comprehensive than the tax returns remains to be seen. But that's the information we believe this judge um, uh, should insist uh, uh, be disclosed, uh, Judge Abrams, and uh, we, uh, uh, we we're hoping she does. Thank you. Require that. Thank you, Richard Painter, professor at the University of Minnesota Law School, former White House ethics lawyer, and one of the lawyers who is bringing this case for Crew, which is a public interest organization. The plaintiffs have also beefed up that lawsuit by adding what it calls gratuitous Chinese trademarks that Trump has been granted. Uh, A decade ago, Trump was denied trademark protection in China's trademark office and courts, but he was granted trademark protection for a host of goods and services after he was sworn in as president.